Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Janke and I'm joined today with Gagan Singh. And Gagan is the record holder for the most pull-ups in a 12-hour period. That record stands at 3,101. That's right, 3,101 pull-ups in a 12-hour period. What's even more fascinating is when he started, he could only do five in a row when he started training for this. We're also going to get Gagan back in a few months because he's working on another record. He wants to see how many pull-ups he can do in a 48-hour period. That's right, two days. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Gagan Singh to Health in the Real World. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenke.com pod to watch the free video. You have an awesome story. So you, you broke a record for most pull-ups. Um, uh, first of all, thanks for joining me today. And, and uh, tell us a little bit about that. I have so many questions about, about this. This is awesome. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me here. And so basically, I made this record of uh, most pull-ups in 12 hours, wherein I did 3,101 pull-ups. And actually, I became the first Indian in ever in history to achieve this feat. So basically, I, uh, you know, I got this inspiration to make this record from uh, reading a book, which was in 2020. I was reading Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. I'm sure you might have heard about it. Yep, and, yep. you know, I came to know about this person that David Goggins was, you know, he is an ultra marathon runner, ultra distance cyclist, and he has done all these great things. He, he was also a Navy SEAL. And I was reading a story. So basically, I checked his background that you know, I thought that this person was not the same kind of person from the very beginning. Like he was a very insecure, fat person. And then he completely transformed himself. And actually I read in his book that he also has made this most pull-ups in 24 hours record. And from that, actually, uh, from, from that moment on, I wrote in my list of goals that, you know, someday I'll, I'll also make this record of, uh, if not 24 hours, then at least for 12 hours. Wow. So 3,101 pull-ups in 12 hours yeah wow and um yeah david goggins is awesome i've never read his book but i have um seen you know a lot of his youtube videos so um did you do any special training to do this like what what did that look like were you already kind of fit to begin with and then you just took it to the next level or did you start from scratch no i think i think that's the most amazing part of it like i was like from my very childhood i was considered a very weak person and for that very reasons i was you know kind of bullied um, um by a lot of the other my uh, uh my t- uh, teammates and all those stuff so you know i was not very con- considered to be a very uh, kind of a sports person and i was not like people used to tell me like you cannot do anything great in sports and you cannot achieve anything in physical activity you know so i was having that kind of background uh, but you know i i thought that if like I read this David Goggins story and I thought if he can do it, like everybody else can do it as well. 
so you know that was the actually beginning of that kind of mindset and then started to read i actually got into the self help and self improvement a lot of uh, a lot of stuff um i started to read a lot of books and that was the beginning of that foundation of that mindset which i formed that you know i can do that and uh, to begin with i was not uh, strong at the pull ups like i did not had any specific training for that and uh, i think this is what people don't believe in like uh, like i did not even i never went to the gym to train for this i never even had a trainer like i had just had a pull up bar in my backyard and that that's where i used to train so that was like but that was consistent like i used to train for, for the record i trained for like 8 or 10 months consistently every single day and so that's that like i i never had a trainer never had a train you know gym never went to the gym but i i just had that mentality and just kept on working yeah that's awesome well it makes sense um you know you don't necessarily need a trainer that you know you wanted to do the pull up record so you just had a pull up bar there's a principle in training um for everybody watching it's called the said principle and this is really important for whatever goal you want to achieve so s a i d specific adaptation to imposed demands so you wanted to get good at pull ups you just did pull ups right it it's um and you just progressed so how so give us a numbers idea like so you did 3101 pull ups in 12 hours by the end of the 10 months or so where where were you on day 1 like were you doing like 10 pull ups in a row were you like 20 like what was like roughly where no. you started how did you approach your training yeah i in the very beginning i couldn't even do five pull ups in a row Uh, so that was my beginning uh, but then i continued to persist you know even uh, sometimes people used to tell me that you know you cannot do this uh, because i i'm a kind of person tell you to your face that what i'm going to do next so people sometimes don't like to you know uh, like uh, don't like to hear that and they used to tell me to my face like you cannot do this because you haven't you know you are not strong person like you look at your physique you are such a skinny person and you know <clears throat> you you are not that strong so it was kind of difficult at first i would say but i continue to persist and i continue to train every single day and i would say it's more about uh, consistency and like uh, to give the specific numbers i i uh, like i didn't uh, never counted before the uh, like un- until the very last uh, two or three weeks before i actually attempted the record so before attempting the record uh, like um from the last two or three weeks i was doing like uh, two uh, pull ups for two three hours every single day uh, like uh, it was about five Five to six hundred pull-ups every single day. So uh, I, I, I'll just make the estimate for that. Man, even that. So, so okay. So you're go, you're in it for like let's say nine months, and then you're doing about five hundred pull-ups in a day. Even that jump is huge. You went from five hundred to three thousand one hundred and one. Was that? How much of a mental battle was that during those twelve hours? What, what went through mentally, like through your mind at that point? Yeah, I think uh, that was the thing. That was uh, like. even the attempt was very crucial like when i when i started to attempt that like in the very first hour uh, my hand started to rip apart you know but i still continue to do that because i was i was i was already having calluses on my hand because of overtraining of pull ups and what happened was in the 10th hour like my wrist snapped so the very next pull up that i did i actually could feel that my wrist would just fall off so and that was a very crucial moment because at that moment i had to decide that you know if i had to go further or just stop here because you know at that moment your brain starts to telling you the reasons to quit like it t- starts telling you that you know it's not worth it like why are you even doing this like there's no point to no point to do this and i think uh, it's that is the point where most people quit like that is the point where actually that shift happens <clears throat> like at that moment you have to tell yourself like why are you doing this you have to remind yourself that you know that purpose for doing all these things 
So at that time, I reminded myself that you know that if I can attempt and successfully achieve this, then it could be an inspiration for other people as well. Like if an exa- if if a person like me who was uh, so weak and people used to bully him, if he can do it, then anyone else can do it as well. So that was number one thing. And second thing was to you know prove those people wrong who used to tell me that I couldn't do this. So those were the two motivating factors for me at that point. And I continued to go on, and just did it in the end. That's a really good metaphor for life. I think, you know, uh, anytime somebody sets a goal, especially if it's a really long-term goal, you know, and then at, at first you might be riding high on the motivation, you know, like January, for example, people are all in the gym. They're motivated yeah. from their new year's resolutions. And then, uh, you know, there's, there's always going to come that point where you're questioning yourself, you know, why am I even doing this? This is uh, painful. It seems you know, the body's like, this is totally ridiculous. Like what you're, you're killing yourself. You're breaking your wrist. You're, you know, doing whatever else. But, um, but that's just a great Testament as far as like the spirit to control the body. It's like you told your body what to do not the other way around, which is, I think is great. Yeah, absolutely. Like you have to tell yourself, like, this is where, like, it's also called like the 40% rule. Like whenever you think that you are, you know, that's the limiting point. Like you can't go further. That's just like 40% of what you have actually, what you could actually do. So there are sometimes like limiting beliefs that, that we put on ourselves. Like, like it's, it's everyday thing. Like, you know, it's called mind over matter. Like whatever you put in your mind to do it, like it could happen. Like whenever, you know, like let's say you have a pain in your leg or in your foot and then you take a painkiller. Now taking that painkiller does not actually mean that that pain goes away. Like it means that the only the signals that were coming from your foot to your brain, only those signals go away. Right. Uh, So like, if, like if a bloody outside chemical can control your body, then you can also control your body with your mind. So like, but this, like, this is the principle which which most people don't apply in, in reality. Like, like it's easy to say it in theory, but actually it's very difficult to apply. Yeah. So is that something you, you mentioned that, you know, your, uh, you know, what you went through, what you accomplished could be sort of an example for other people. Uh, Is that, have you developed anything around that? Like, do you have sort of like a training program or do you have any tips for people as far as like, because like you said, it's easier said than done. So do you have a training program to help people sort of get from that 40% where they think they're, they're tapped out and, and really hitting their potential? Uh, currently I don't have any training program, but definitely I'm planning to have some programs and some, you know, I'm also uh, looking forward to become a, a mental toughness coach as well. So uh, that's, that's, that's my future plan for that. Nice. And you, you mentioned too, like becoming a speaker and uh, I mean, I definitely think you, you have a great story. This is like an awesome feat. Just those numbers alone are ridiculous. Like, wow. From, from barely being able to do five pull-ups to 3,101 in 12 hours. Um, so I want to give you a chance now to go to, to give your motivational talk. So you, uh, this, I, I give this question to everybody at the end of the show. Um, basically you're, let's say you're a motivational speaker, uh, and like maybe a university has hired you or maybe like a, a corporation and you're going to give this motivational talk to them. What, what, what motivational talk, like one to two minute motivational talk on how to get the most out of life, how to get the most out of your body. And, um, uh, and, and I'm sorry, Chris, can you please repeat that? Uh, yeah, actually I lost the connection. Oh, shoot. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I'll edit that out. Um, <clears throat> okay. So I, I really like this question and, and for you, I think it's very pertinent. Uh, my last question on the podcast is always, 
you know, let's say we, we put you in front of a university for maybe their graduation ceremony and you're like, you're the motivational speaker and your goal is to give them like a one to two minute motivational speech on how they can get the most out of their life. So uh, what's, what's your motivational speech to those, to those students? Uh, like I would not be able to uh, reconcile that uh, right now, but I would say like, it all depends on your mindset and your belief. Like if you believe that you can do that, and if you actually put in the work to do that, like, I think these are the two main ingredients behind what, uh, like I have, I have accomplished, like, first of all is belief. You have to believe what you are doing. You know, that's the starting point. Like if sometimes most people actually talk themselves out of a daunting task because they think they cannot do it before even starting to do it. So most people quit before even they start. So I think they should, first of all, believe in it. And then they should actually, you know, put in the grind, put in the work, uh, put in those hours and to actually make it happen. Uh, I think those are the key ingredients and that, that's what I've done. I love it. Yeah. Two steps. First, believe that what you want to accomplish is actually possible. And then you yeah. do have to actually do the work, right? You can't just like wish for it. You have to actually do the work you did. You did pull-ups, you said for hours and hours each day for 10 months and, and you yep. did the work. And even then it was still hard. Uh, so that's awesome. So uh, again, this is, uh, this is Ga- Gagan. I'm pronouncing that right, Gagan? Yeah. Gagan Singh. Uh, Gagan, thank you so much for joining us today. Is there a way, like if people are interested in learning more about you, uh, social media or do you have a website or anything? How do people get in touch with you? Yeah, uh, I have an Instagram ID. You can contact me on, uh, like my Instagram ID is Mr. Purpose 24. Okay, awesome. And and my website, I'm also working on a startup, uh, which is myvatika.com, M-Y-V-A-T-I-K-A.com. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much. Again, very inspirational. Any goal that you guys have, uh, just break it, you know, first believe and then break it down into its parts. Do the work. Again, this is uh, Gagan Singh. Thank you so much for joining me today. Really appreciate it for joining me. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Mom. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Health in the Real World show. Make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below. Visit mycorebalance.com to learn more.